Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap. It is a beautiful Wednesday day, hopefully because this isn't actually a Wednesday, but hopefully it, it is beautiful. Uh, and we have Stephanie Fitzgerald here with us today. We're super excited to have her. But before I introduce her, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Colton Cockrell, Certified Financial Fiduciary, Independent Financial Advisor. And man, do I have energy this morning, uh, this afternoon. Oh my gosh, the day's getting away from me. But anyway, let me stop talking and introduce you to my lovely co-host, as always, Miss Trisha Stetzel. Trisha. Colton, you are all over the place this afternoon. What in the world is in your coffee cup? I'm just wondering. <laughs> you are I'm on a roll, fired. my friends. On a roll. Just fired up for our guest today. That's all. I know it. Hey, everyone. Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. And I, too, am very excited about having Stephanie Fitzgerald on the call with us today. Colton, thanks for taking away my introduction. I'm just saying, I know. We were having some fun. So before Stephanie came on, we were having a little bit of fun uh, getting warmed up over here. Colton and I know Stephanie Fitzgerald. I think she's a new friend for both of us, but an amazing woman. She comes from a nonprofit background uh, in the pet industry, which I love. Thank you for being in that space. But she's got a newfound love and it's with the Alzheimer's Association. And we're so excited to bring you on the show and talk about that today. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be here. Both of you just bring this awesome energy. I've been having a very Monday type of Friday, but already I just feel a million percent better. So thank, thank y'all for that. <laughs> and and I, I kind of gave her the permission to let her know we we're recording on Friday. It's not actually Wednesday. So my bad, Tricia. <laughs> Colton. Seriously. Now we're, we are having a little bit of fun today. And, and Stephanie did share with us, you know, she was having, she's having a little bit of internet and electricity problems today. And uh, we're just trying to pick up the energy and make it a little more fun for her so that it doesn't feel like a Monday. Yeah. Well, it's definitely <laughs> but, working and I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> well, today we have you here because you are a pretty sharp gal in the field of Alzheimer's, right? You're, you're, the whole purpose of your nonprofit is to bring awareness um, to this disease that, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know about Trisha, but, you know, I know the two of us have experienced it um, or we've seen the results of it. And, you know, it's hard. It's really hard. So t- I know we're having a good time, but, you know, this is also kind of a hard conversation we're going to have today. So really first, I, I just want to set the stage by asking you, how did you get involved into where you're at now and why did you get involved? Um, so my husband and I moved from New Orleans here to Houston and I saw the Alzheimer's Association was hiring for an assistant and I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. It's, you know, something that's near and dear to my family, near and dear to my heart. And, um, being an assistant, I got to learn all the ropes. It was really cool. I got to work with our amazing programs department who handles our education. I got to work with our public policy team who does legislation legislation both on the state and federal level um and then finally i got to learn all the the ins and outs of what it is to be a walk manager so i bothered my bosses enough hey 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 and said let me throw me in the ring coach i'm ready and they're like all right so 
Bada bing, bada boom, here I am. I'm a walk manager for the Baytown and Galveston County Walk to End Alzheimer's, and I love every little bit of it. Now, briefly, just so our listeners understand, you're going to have to explain what a walk manager is. Oh, absolutely. So what I do is I make sure um, that for walk day, which is always one day a year in the fall, uh, the venue is set, the food is all prepared, we have enough volunteers to get tents up. So I'm a, a great big event coordinator and I absolutely love it. And part of my job is recruiting volunteers. So if there's any volunteers listening out there, you're looking for a new opportunity, call me. And um, always we're looking for donors and sponsors to help make our events happen so we can keep continuing mm -hmm support, care, and research of Alzheimer's disease. And again, just to make sure that we're on the same page. So walk manager, there, there's an event once a year where you're, everyone is getting together and they're walking uh, for the, the cause of Alzheimer's, right? They're walking because uh -huh. it's just like a statement to bring awareness to it. Um, That's exactly okay. right. Just want to make sure we were on the same page. Trisha, take it away. I know you're and it's have a ton dog of questions. friendly and it's dog friendly. I'm just it saying. It is dog friendly. I've got three of them. They're old. Last year we had a, a, a mini walk because we were remote. We wanted to keep everyone safe because of COVID. So I brought my dogs out on the beach on our own time and they got in the water. They absolutely enjoyed it. And the sand in the fur everywhere. Nightmare. Love it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it, it, the cool thing is uh, you and I had the opportunity to chat about this a little bit uh, before is that you're fundraising all year long so that mm -hmm. when the walk comes around, it's not just a fundraiser, right? It's about getting people together, sharing stories and building that community, right? And sharing information with people, which I think is really, really interesting. So I'm looking at the Alzheimer's Association page right now. And on the homepage, it says one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. That just blows me away. And the thing that I love about your organization, Stephanie, is that it's about getting educate education out to everyone, not just to the people who um, will have or have Alzheimer's, but the caregivers and the people around them so that we can all be on the same page and understand what ha what's happening. So I love that. So will you talk a little more about the resources that the Alzheimer's Association has? Absolutely. So um, our resources are online and um, hopefully as, as we become vaccinated as a community and our community starts opening up, we'll be back in person. But so, Starting with basics, we have support groups all over um, Texas, all over Houston, our, our little territory in Galveston County alone. I think there's five or six support groups. I know um, there's a couple of them on the island. One of them is run by my good friend, Alice Williams. And we wanna make sure that our caregivers who are on this journey, on this path, we wanna make sure that they are not alone, that they know they're not alone. Um, whether it's talking to a friend or or calling me, calling the association itself and finding, you know, a respite care. I need someone to come sit with mom just for a couple hours so I can wash my hair, go get groceries, something like that. So we offer referrals, we offer um, support for caregivers and for families who are affected by Alzheimer's um, actual patients. We used to have this fantastic program, um, early stage programs, art programs where the affected person could come in with a caregiver 
And for a few hours, they could just do an art project led by one of our program staff members while their caregiver, usually a spouse, would go and sit in the lounge and have a cup of coffee or something like that. So we wanna make sure that both the affected realize that life is still happening and you can still enjoy it. You know, even if you don't remember what day it is, sometimes the, you know, that's lucky. Sometimes I don't wanna know if it's Monday or not. Um, and then we have our support for our caregivers too, cause we wanna make sure that they're feeling welcome. Um, we also have a support group for um, widowers. So men who have lost their wives due to Alzheimer's, it's a men's support group. They usually come in about once a month to our office um, in Houston and they, they just sit and chat. They'll talk about, you know, how their grief is going or they'll talk about, you know, fishing in the weather, you know, old guy stuff. So we definitely want to make sure that, that everyone feels supported on this journey. Even, even after our loved ones passing, the journey still continues. Um, and as far as general resources go, we have free education programs online. We are also offering education programs virtually just like this. So anything from basics, what is the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia? all the way down the spectrum to, you know, when is it time to take the keys away? Um, when is it time to straighten out legal and financial matters, things like that. So we, we are here to make sure that your journey is as smooth as possible. And, and everything you just said, I mean, those are, uh, those are questions that I'm actually curious about, curious about to, to talk about. So what is the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia? Great question. I love it. So dementia would be the umbrella term, right? The, the papa bear, as it were. Dementia is, um, you know, when, when your brain starts deteriorating in certain ways. Now, Alzheimer's is underneath that umbrella. Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. So Alzheimer's happens whenever um, the brain deteriorates in ways that affect your senses. It affects you know, memory, your cognitive ability. Um, also underneath that dementia umbrella would be Parkinson's disease, um, Lewy bodies, things like that. Another um, doctor who I work with at UTMB had a great analogy for it. He said, you can think of dementia like a bouquet of flowers and each individual flower would be that Alzheimer's or the Parkinson's or whatever else is in there. So it's just an individual component. It starts with a, um, it starts with dementia and it progresses, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. And I, you know, to bridge the gap, right. To um, really bring in why Stephanie is here is because this affects everyone. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, it doesn't matter. It, it, young, old man, woman, it doesn't matter your background, right. If, if you haven't been affected by it, and I don't mean the disease itself, right, but even as a caregiver or someone in your family, um, it's, it's probably few and far between, right, Stephanie, that somebody hasn't been affected uh, by knowing someone or having Alzheimer's in their family. Absolutely. So um, that's, that's part of what we do, too. So if anyone is familiar with our walks or if not, you definitely should be. We have what's called our promise garden. And in the promise garden, we represent four different colors that represent each, um, each component of an Alzheimer's kind of family unit, if that makes sense. So blue 
is I have been affected with Alzheimer's and dementia. So I am the affected person. Mm -hmm. Yellow is you are a caregiver of someone with Alzheimer's or dementia. Purple is you have um, lost someone with Alzheimer's or dementia. And then orange is a really cool color because that's where we're all inclusive. Orange is you don't have a direct connection. It hasn't been in your family, but you still support the cause and you want to see an end to it. So even if it hasn't been in your family directly, you can reach out and touch any single one of your neighbors and they'll probably have a story. Yeah. And what we kind of discussed was, you know, again, I'm being the, being the young guy here on the call, um, the millennial, right. I, you know, I'm not necessarily concerned right now for Alzheimer's for myself because I have a long life to live. However, when I was younger, I did see the, what my dad went through, um, when, when my grandfather didn't even remember who he was and that was, that just destroyed my dad. Um, so that, that was a big deal. So, I mean, people probably think that, okay, that's something I'm not really going to worry about right now. And they don't think about, well, you know, what about my father, you know, uh, he might experience something or, Hey, my, my dad's going to get to that age. Like, so what I'm trying to get at is, is there any, what do you do uh, whenever you start, what, what are some signs really that you start seeing this happen? And are there ways to, I know that you can't, it's not curable, but I know that you can kind of slow it down. Can you kind of go through that a little bit for us? Absolutely. So um, actually on our website, alz.org, we have um, a lot of great resources. And one of those resources are the 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's. Um, and I won't go through all of them here. I know we're, we're pressed for time, but some of them, uh, people think like, oh, I'll lose my car keys. Or I misplace my car keys all the time. Good news. That's just being a human. So one of those warning signs of forgetfulness is, <laughs> is, you know, you've been cooking the same recipe every year at Christmas since you started cooking in the kitchen and all of a sudden you can't remember it. Or whenever a loved one, say your, your mom or your grandparents, you know, they start withdrawing from social activities or they, um, you know, they'll forget in a doctor's appointment. Forgetting is something we all do. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that you and I will remember it later, whether it's later in that day or the next day will be like, oh, dang it. They'll just plain forget. So the warning signs can be found on our website. And I'm, I'm happy to get you guys those resources so y'all can post them wherever. And the really cool part we have, so we have the 10 warning signs, but we also have 10 ways to reduce your risk of Alzheimer's. And some of them are so simple. They're so, so simple. Number one, if you're a smoker, stop. Stop doing that. Quit smoking. Not only is it going to uh, reduce your risk of Alzheimer's, it'll reduce your risk for stroke. It'll reduce your risk for heart attack. And, you know, it, all, all of the pleasantries that come with not smoking. Um, sleep is very important. Get your eight hours a day. Try, if you can, to stay away from sleep aids, um, you know, uh, Tylenol PM, those kinds of things. If it's a daily habit. Now, if you need it, if your doctor says, Hey, take this, listen to your doctor. Absolutely. Um, some other stuff you can do healthy diets, make sure you're getting 30 X 30 minutes of exercise a day. It's these little things that can reduce your risk by 20%, which is huge. It's absolutely huge. Um, and as far as you know, genetics are concerned, we're actually finding out that genetics play a very low role. So just because your grandfather had it, 
does not necessarily mean that your dad will get it or that you will get it. There's a very low percentage. That number escapes me now. I'll fill you in on those details. Um, but it's a very low percentage as far as genetics are concerned. That makes me feel I better. Have, I have a specific question about antiperspirant. Is that on the list? <laughs> it's not on the list, but uh, I'm curious to what your question is. Yeah, so I've heard, right? Um, and it's been told to me that aluminum, too much aluminum in your body will actually cause uh, Alzheimer's, specifically Alzheimer's. Um, so, you know, the whole wave of getting off of antiperspirant or using antiperspirant that has aluminum in it and moving to a deodorant or something that's more natural will help keep all of the aluminum out of your body, which honestly, until I heard that, didn't know that there was aluminum in antiperspirant. <laughs> just about to say that. Yeah. I had so, no idea, yeah. Okay. So yeah, well, I moved off of it a long time ago. Uh, and so did the rest of my family because I was such a big believer. I'm like, okay, no more, no more antiperspirant. So yeah. So, yeah. Trisha we'll just to... doesn't wear deodorant anymore. No, I do wear deodorant. Thank you, Colton. <laughs> I mean, we're all in quarantine here. So right. <laughs> exactly. So Stephanie, definitely get me those, the links for those resources. And I will make sure that those make it into the show notes. Um, I wanted to dive into something because, well, I'm a business coach and I can't help myself. Um, as I was poking around looking at the symbol for the Alzheimer's Association, it looks like two bubbles with sticks and I didn't really know what it was. Um, and as I, as I looked on the website and kind of discovered what the symbol actually meant, it, it moved me. I thought it was pretty cool. So is that something that you can talk to? So I can talk very little about it. I don't want to mess anything up, but I know exactly what you were talking about. I love our logo. Our logo is officially called the brain and beaker. And what it is, is um, the brain, it's those affected with Alzheimer's meeting science and then coming together in a beautiful uh, collaboration of you know, research and moving forward and uh, brightness for the future, hope for the future. Yeah, so, absolutely. I think that's really cool. I had never seen it that way because to me, it just looked like two bubbles until I understood exactly what it meant. And purple has a meaning as well um, from, you know, the standpoint of the logo being purple and the color purple that they're using in all of their, all of their marketing. Is that something that you're familiar with? I'm actually not familiar. I'm familiar with our RBG codes, but that's about it. So yeah, I, and I think what I'll make something right here. Yeah. Well, and I would love to like throw this stuff in there because some people are interested in, you know, where the company came from and all of that. And so the story is in here. And what, what I, what I read was that the purple is a signature color because it's combining the blue, the calming of blue with the passionate energy of red, which I love. So really there's so much meaning behind the logo and the color and um, what they're giving back to the community. And I just, I think that's so cool. Uh, and by the way, you guys, all these resources are free. Mm. They're free to you. Right, Stephanie? Absolutely. Every single one of our resources, whether you want to go online and do an education program on your own, so you can download these programs. They're absolutely free. Or you want to give us a call or you want to attend one of our events. All of our events are free as well. Um, we want to make sure we're all inclusive. Alzheimer's doesn't discriminate against your economic status and neither do we. Fantastic. Well, let me, let me do this. We're going to, we're going to ask you a totally off the wall, random question and you got to answer it. Oh All right. Oh gosh. Here we go. Okay. All right. So if you could spend one day 
in any time period ever, when would it be and why? Okay, so I don't know the exact time period, but there is a pirate I would love to hang out with. She is a female. She's a woman pirate. I want to say, Lord, if there's any history people listening, please forgive me if I get this wrong. She's a Japanese bad A. She had her own fleet, like a whole fleet. She took on the British military and destroyed, completely, completely tanked it. I would love to hang out with her. I would probably sit in the corner and cower the whole day but i just to see her in action sign me up fam let's do it for the record these are never pre-screened so obviously you've thought a lot about (laughs) (laughs) oh my god people get so passionate about these questions that you ask colton i'm just blown away all the time stephanie i love it we're gonna have to go figure out who who this pirate is i know i love pirates myself and and once i i'll find her name i have all of her stuff saved in my instagram so uh, her stuff, I have information about her saved in my Instagram. So I'll send you her information as well. <laughs> that is awesome. So Stephanie, in closing, tell us again, the name um, of the association, the official name, we want a website and contact information. And of course, spell your name out for our listeners. Of course. So we are the Alzheimer's Association. Um, and here in Houston, we are the Alzheimer's Association of Houston and Southeast Texas. Information can be found at alz.org, O-R-G. Um, I can be reached at 713-314-1336. My name is Stephanie Fitzgerald, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, Fitzgerald, F-I-T-Z-G-E-R-A-L-D. And my email address is S. Fitzgerald, F-I-T-Z-G-E-R-A-L-D at ALZ.org. <laughs> this is go. when having a really long name is not fun. <laughs> oh, no. So my maiden name was Clifton. It was a beautiful five little letters. With Fitzgerald here, I get hand cramps signing my name. I absolutely love it, though. <laughs> oh, awesome. Her husband's in the background looking at her like, excuse me? <laughs> All right. Anything else, Colton? That's going to be all. And uh, Stephanie, I'm assuming you're a millennial, correct? Oh, shoot. I think so. Yeah, I think you are too. And if you were to identify with any generation, who do you think you most identify with besides a pirate? Uh, I think I identify with the 70s. I'm definitely into rock and roll. I'm definitely into not having social media, that kind of stuff. Pink Floyd's my jam. Gen X. All right. Yeah, so Stephanie, that's... We are definitely connected there uh, for sure. But but I'm a true 70s child. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I am. Well, thank you again for being here. We really appreciate your time. Uh, I hope your, your what seems like a Monday has been much better uh, after talking to us today. We it's definitely it. turned into a Saturday brunch kind of vibe. Hey. Ooh, thank Ooh. you, guys. I'm talking about yeah. All right. Absolutely. Thank thank you again for being here. And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. 
Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cocker with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.